0: this is a special edition of late night health I'm Mark Allen we're going to take a look at dental care we're going to take a look at smiling we're going to take a look at straight teeth and uh we're going to visit with somebody I think is going to be our new friend and that's John uh Dr John Nakla um he is a dentist up in the uh, San Francisco Bay area we will have information uh underneath us during the interview so if you have questions for him Uh, you can always ask him, okay? That's a a very simple thing to do. Dr. John, welcome to Late Night Health.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. Uh, Let's talk about a couple of things. You know, we're just really months out of the COVID pandemic. Did people forget to go to the dentist or refuse to go to the dentist because of COVID during that time?
1: Probably a little bit of both. I can say, uh, statistically speaking, yes, there was a, a significant drop off in uh, patient attendance for their routine care visits, uh, as well as their attention to most treatment that was not associated with pain. So if you went back and looked at most of the numbers, you'd find everything we did that was before the nerve was involved, before before a patient started to really notice symptoms, uh, dropped off significantly. And an unfortunate byproduct was that the procedures that happened after a nerve was involved skyrocketed.
0: Got after the after the pandemic, after during the pandemic, up. because
1: the only time, you know, the the point at which they felt compelled to, to call to follow up on on their concern was, you know, often once it was bordering on too late, where the where the damage is fairly extensive, the nerve is involved, they're swelling. Uh, So extractions, root canals, those kinds of procedures, you found that statistical actually went up during 2020, the second half of 2020, and certainly the first half of 21. Whereas the simple fillings, the cleanings, for sure, uh, a lot of that fell off uh, precipitously during that time. Uh,
0: You're a surgeon. You are an oral surgeon? So I am a general dentist, uh, but I,
1: I do uh, perform a, a number of oral surgery procedures. In, in dentistry, unlike uh, medicine, there is that opportunity for the general practitioner to, to participate in all facets of dentistry, so long as they have the, the training the experience in the
0: background uh, to support it, to, to bring that within their scope of practice. And you, you certainly do. Uh, why did you become a dentist?
1: Uh, if I'm being honest, initially it had a lot to do with, uh, it was in the family line of, of, uh, of careers. Uh, my mother was a dentist, I, uh, is a dentist, I should say. Uh, my father was a physician. And so healthcare was always uh, in, in the forefront of my mind, as something to, to consider. But at one point I thought I was going to be an attorney. At another point I thought I was going to be a, a computer programmer. Uh what landed me in dentistry eventually was uh, spending a couple of summers during high school working in my mom's office. And I was there to perform IT tasks because at the time I was convinced uh, tech was where I was headed. And what drew me was, I believe I came in one of the summers and the, I found she had a board of uh, greeting cards that she had been receiving, I think, over the, the, the previous few months. or some Christmas cards left over, and uh, then on her birthday came around. She had these cards from patients, and how much they meant to her, but also how much she meant to them in reading those cards. These were authentic, deep, years-long relationships that she had built with people. And I think at, at my core, um, I love people. And I think seeing those meaningful relationships and that ability for her to provide genuine care and build that that line of trust with folks was uh, intoxicating to me. It was really, really something that I was just drawn towards. And then I knew my love for technology uh, would, I mean, there's uh, no shortage of technology in dentistry. So there was an opportunity for me to exercise that, but but still be able to provide that care and build those bonds. And so I, I think it's really
0: the, the relationships. Uh, and your technology goes to uh, iPads, iPhones and uh, really uh, terrific uh, earbuds because I can see them now. Um all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um minor hidden minor here. Um you you mentioned your love of people and and yeah. prior to talking, we talked about the fact that dentistry, I mean the uh, I guess your term was uh uh a drill fill and bill which was you know that's a 50 year old kind of a, or more uh, concept for for dentists you guys do so much more and overall help general health in
1: people well, I mean, if you look back historically, often the the professionals that were performing dental procedures 100 years ago were barbers and right. uh, and and various other professions where dentistry was almost this auxiliary treatment that you were providing alongside other services. And I, I, maybe I should even use the term "service" you were providing alongside other services. Um, you know, in the last 40 years, there's there's uh, it would be an understatement to say that we have learned. A lot about where the oral cavity falls within the larger context of the body, and in that same vein, you know, if you go back to the seventies, eighties, we were we were still at that point fairly focused on a patient comes to us once a problem has already come to a head, something's broken, um, something is hurting, something's swollen, and so it's restorative, restorative dentistry. Something has failed, and we are restoring. Well. As we learn more about the the biomechanics behind how things fell apart and uh, what the natural deterioration track looks like, we were able to find ways to intervene upstream. And the first things you, you know, the first uh, iterations that you see are even the notion of the six month uh, hygiene visit, routine uh, care visit in the practice that didn't exist decades ago. That is a, and I, I actually I think we may be able to ascribe that to a certain uh, toothpaste brands that may have played a role in, in that process or organized dentistry. But, you know, we, we've been able to educate the population on mass at what kind of a resting standard would be for maintenance. And so we went from restorative to maintenance to preventative to now trying to help people even overcome uh, genetic or biological predispositions to decay and using the mouth as, you know, recognizing, appreciating the mouth as a gateway to many other facets of health, heart disease, um, even when you talk about, you know, certain diseases that can be diagnosed through the smell of someone's breath, right? There's, it's, there you go. And so there's, there's a lot to be said for, um, you know, it, it was almost, you <laughs> could argue it was foolish of us at any point to not respect the fact that the input for your whole body probably is a big important part of your body, right? I mean, you're, everything enters through here. So um, we, we've come a long way and accordingly we've been able to find ways, like I said, to to participate in healthcare upstream. How do we help people get in front of their cardiologists, you know, before uh, they're in the emergency room? and how do we help patients avoid being in my chair and doing that restorative stuff that often means we were maybe late in, in, our, in our holistic treatment of the patient. So- I uh, like that word yeah.
0: holistic, doctor. That's a, oh, that's, well, that's a very important word, holistic, because it's a, a treatment of the entire body. You used the word biomechanics, and that's really the emphasis, I think, of what we're gonna be talking about. Uh, I remember going to Dr. Weber in uh, the San Fernando Valley. I won't give the exact years. And he was an orthodontist. And um, I'd go in every other couple of weeks. And he'd tighten my wires. He'd give me extra uh, rubber bands for uh, my headgear. And of course, I came out, I don't know, two, three years later with a beautiful smile, as you can see. However, over the years, smiles, the mouth moves. And uh, Mm -hmm. maybe people need um, an alignment, if you will, Uh, Mm -hmm. somewhat like a chiropractor uh, aligning the spine. uh, Now there are easy ways of aligning the teeth. So before we talk about that, if I have a smile where the teeth are straight is that healthier than having a bunch of crooked teeth
1: oh well yes uh markedly so and you know of course our first thought often goes to the aesthetics of it straight teeth look better of course right. and and that is a pleasing to the eye but when i'm looking at a patient you know i i have uh, always ascribed to the idea that I am not here to impart my aesthetics on on my patients. I am here to talk to them about their health and their biology. And I know that when you have particularly crowding uh, of teeth, and that's very common the lower front teeth, you'll find this in a very high percentage of the population, that the health of the bone between the teeth and under the teeth, the support structure that holds those teeth in place, is markedly diminished that uh, the ability for food debris, for uh, ion deposits coming out of your saliva to accumulate along the edges of the teeth under the gum line goes up uh, exponentially. And that as a result, there are a number of studies showing that the accumulation of um, the calculus deposits or those those calcified deposits under the gum line uh, can actually make their way into the bloodstream by way of the pockets uh, between your teeth and the gums and entering the bloodstream. There have been instances reported of uh, stroke and heart attack and other cardiovascular uh, occlusions or or issues because of a deposit between your teeth. Excuse me, I'm
0: rushing to my dentist right now. That's (laughs) right. (laughs) <laughs> that so or the emergency
1: room whichever you prefer
0: right exactly I'd rather go to the <laughs> dentist um, and people don't really like going to the dentist uh, they're no. they uh, the for kids um, uh, we I see kids with braces even today um, they have uh, when I was a kid you there were no colored bands there were no colored yeah. wires or or things. However, uh, today, there are all kinds of things. Um, And we're going to talk about a a new product called uh, Smile Simple, um, uh, Simple Aligners. And uh, we have a website up. So if you're interested in getting straight teeth, um, we'll find out more about that. Uh, uh, Dr. Nakla, uh, there are ads right now running all the time get your teeth straight get your teeth straight and they don't talk about the health aspect they only talk about as far as i've i can remember at least on the ads they only talk about the aesthetic you know have a pretty smile with straight teeth of course then they want to sell you uh whitening but that's another story um <laughs> uh our our are those kinds of things, uh, do they work? Do they do they work? And can can kids not have to have uh, braces? And, and older people who have had braces in the past, uh, are these uh, simple aligners a good idea? Well, clear
1: aligner therapy in general has come a long way over the last uh, 25, 30 years. Um, I would argue that and i think the statistics would show that you know if you were looking at early clear liner therapy interventions uh, that were available 25 30 years ago a very small uh, use case existed meaning certain kinds of uh, dental issues or certain kinds of mispositions of teeth you simply couldn't move with the plastic yet we you know, a clear liner essentially is a series of clear plastic aligners that would engulf or cover the whole tooth, uh, really all the teeth rather, in an arch, usually both arches. You wear a, a set on the bottom and a set on the top. And you'd have a series of them so that the first one you put on, if you were to take it out and look at it, it would look nearly identical to the position that your teeth are currently in with minor variations. And when you put that on, the teeth have a little bit of force exerted on them to help move them towards those variations. And then every couple of weeks, you'd swap them out for the next one with another little uh, change to the position of the number of teeth and gradually be moving the teeth along. Well, over these last 25 to 30 years, we realized, well, if the plastic, and I use the term plastic here somewhat uh, uh, generically and to simplify the matter, but if that material uh, is engineered just so, so it's, it's just so stiff, but just so elastic. And if maybe we go on to a few of the teeth and we just glue on a little bit of uh, filling material on the outside of the tooth so that when the plastic wraps around the tooth, it can it can engage that little bump of of uh, filling material and use that as a handle of sorts to take the tooth and contort it or twist it in, in whatever direction was appropriate for the treatment. Well, now we can do things with this plastic that we used to have to put the metal on for. And, I you mentioned earlier, uh, I believe, that uh, I don't recall if it was before we, we began the recording or after, that you spent time in India, if I recall correctly, right? Yeah. Uh, how comfortable was that?
0: Oh, it, it was not comfortable. As a kid, I hated going to the orthodontist. I liked the guy. I saw him 20 years later, yeah. you know, and he, the first thing he did was he recognized me and came over and grabbed my face and said, yeah, I did a great job. Um, <laughs> I wasn't uh,
1: sleeping wearing those, wearing the headgear.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. It was wearing the Headgear afterward, after the braces, and uh, and it was painful. Um,
1: so, with that in mind, you know, dentistry knew uh, the dentist professionals. We all understood that if if we can make these simple, clear aligners that go into the mouth that are invisible and are comfortable and are removable, if we can make these an effective tool. Uh, for a larger and larger percentage of the malocclusion or or the crooked teeth cases that we run into, Mm -hmm. then uh, we'll be doing the whole population a great service. And so we're at a point now, uh, and you mentioned, I believe, a simple aligners a little bit earlier, um, where the material science of that plastic and the engineering of where we put those handles on the teeth, how we... Create the most effective route for those steps of those multiple aligners you wear to get the teeth from crooked today to perfectly straight in three, four, five, six, twelve months. We That's just all got it a lot t- better at that. Oh yes, uh, I have many cases right now that uh, and and to compare this twenty years ago, there might have been a case where a metal metal brackets and wires that you, like the ones you had could have uh, treated a case in four months. But, uh, well, if you want to go the pretty route with the plastic, you could do that, but it'll take nine. Well, now that's flipped on its head. Now mm-hmm. it's flipped on its head where the fact that we're wrapping around the whole tooth and the fact that we're installing these little attachments and that this is uh, computer guided. I mean, this is uh, computer aided design and we're using AI to, to help solve for that route of a movement of the teeth, the ideal amazing. positions. We've, we've come to a point now where I'm, I'm able to treat patients now in three, four months for things that bracket and wire might've taken six to nine months before.
0: And, and I wore braces for at least two
1: years. Oh, that's very rare for me. At this point, my clear liner cases, I find vast majority of my cases are complete within about 13 to 14 months.
0: That is, that, that is amazing. Uh, is there pain? I mean, with the, the movement or is it, um, uh, minimal? You ask a great question. Uh, anytime you move a tooth, you're going to notice
1: initially some soreness. Now, one of the things that clear aligners had to overcome, uh, if if you remember with your with your brackets and wires, you put those brackets in each one of the teeth and we take a single wire and we run it along those brackets. And before the wire went in, the doctor might put a couple a twist twists and bend the wire. And what those bends would do was once the wire was installed, The the torque on the wire would help to take the tooth and nudge it in a direction. So you'd have a consistent, gradual torque on those teeth, moving them along the route. Well, when we first started using clear aligners, again, easy to put in the mouth, uh, removable, uh, invisible, but each aligner you put on, it was very stepwise. So you put on a new aligner and you'd notice for the first 48 hours of a two week wear. So in those first two days, you'd go, man, my teeth are sore. They were sore because we were telling those teeth to move for the the two weeks worth of movement in two days. And then we actually would spend the subsequent 12 days saying, okay, now hold your position so that the bone around the the roots of the teeth can recover from that drastic movement we just executed on those teeth. And even till today, most uh, aligner companies uh, and aligner manufacturers are using plastics and are using uh, the the engineering and the, the methods for movement of teeth are still using that step-wide approach. What what drew me to Simple Aligner specifically was the fact that uh, they're using uh, one of the newest plastics on the market that has excellent elasticity, but also excellent elastic memory. And what that means is, you know, so today I'm putting in an aligner and as I explained in the beginning, when you put on that aligner, it's uh, it has some variations on it from where the teeth currently set. That's why the teeth will move. However, when you place that aligner in your mouth now, the aligner will actually give back to where you are currently, but is maintaining memory and applying gradual force to bring the teeth ultimately by the end of the two weeks to where the aligner was when we first handed the aligner to the patient. So and it- that was...
0: Is it, this like muscle memory in golf? You're a dentist, so you must play golf.
1: I'm not very good at it. I'm really good at uh, swinging at, at grass and dirt. But uh, but yes, I do play from time to time. Uh, and yes, it is very similar to muscle memory uh, when you're referring to the elastic memory of the plastic. Yes. Uh, and and that, was some, that was not easy to, to find because early on, the, the earlier iterations of those plastic materials, you either went with something very rigid which meant you were going to apply very abrupt force on the teeth at each step. And it also meant that the amount of movement you could achieve per step was smaller because you were going to expect it to happen rather quickly. And then you'd have to spend time recovering from that movement and then do the next step. But Or the material was so flimsy that sure, it didn't create a lot of movement initially, but it never created a lot of movement. You put it in the mouth and bent back to, to where your teeth currently rest and your teeth never had enough force to actually go where you want it to go. So with simple liners and, and the, the material that they're using now, um, it has found a, an amazing balance that, frankly, when I first uh, heard about it, I thought it was too good to be true. And I was um, reluctant. And I, I said, well, let me find a patient that uh, <laughs> it was someone who worked with me. I said, let's try it out on them. They understand that they're, they're a guinea pig of sorts for me in my practice because the claims just didn't, didn't hold up. Sure enough, I uh, I had submitted uh, her case to Simple, got their design. And I submitted her case to one of the other uh, major players in the space, probably the first name that comes to most people's minds. And, and I compared and contrasted the two plans. One plan told me, John, it'll take uh, 16 steps to get the patient from where they they are today to where they want to be. Those 16 steps, each step takes about two weeks. So we're talking about 32 weeks for treatment or approximately seven and a half months. With simple, they told me 11 steps. That's a big difference. And then I started to look at the numbers for each step. The movements were, uh, you were traversing a larger distance in each one of those two-week steps. Okay, so you guys think you can move faster? And when they explained to me the science of it, they said, put this in your patient's mouth. They will not complain of discomfort. And I've had patients tell me, man, it's sore as heck. I, I, I dread that first day of putting in my aligner. Sure enough, she had no concerns, no complaints. And I, I didn't want to prime her to, to right. expect that. But I'd ask her, how, how are you
0: feeling? How are you doing? It's been great. Any soreness? No, not really, nothing so we have um, and- uh, 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 we're running out of time so I, I've got a couple of major things that we need to talk about one what what sets my understanding that sets uh, uh, SmileSimple dot com apart is the fact that you're always under the care of a dental uh, a, a, a dentist Yes.
1: Well, Smile Simple, their goal was to reach out directly to the patients. There are other companies that are are reaching directly out to patients and letting them know that there was an affordable solution that was US-made and had quick turnaround and was doctor-supervised, which was a rarity in the direct-to-patient or direct-to-consumer clear liner market. Most of them, they send you trays, you take molds, you send it back to them, they send you your stuff, you do it at, at home. That also meant that there's only very few simple cases, much like the case that the clear liners could do 25 to 30 years ago, that the liner company could actually provide. But by simple actually bringing a dentist back into the fold, it allowed them to provide the patient uh, better managed care and also allowed them to treat the full gamut of uh, malocclusions or, or crowded, crooked, mispositioned teeth as opposed to other direct-to-consumer models that could only treat the simplest cases.
0: And, and at the end of the treatment, so Mark goes in mm-hmm. and has it, and I'm assuming this will work for young people as well as older people, people 50 plus. Oh,
1: absolutely. I, I, a large percentage of the, actually a higher percentage of patients that you find doing this are uh, adults than what you would find with bracket and wire. Bracket and wire, one of the, the perks there is that a kid can't take it off. So if you're working on a seven, eight year old child, there may be something to be said for something fixed in the mouth, but for everyone else, if you can, if they can be trusted to, to wear it and keep it in, um, it's, we have a, a very large percentage of our care is provided to adults.
0: Got it. Uh, yeah. and what about price? Uh, uh, one of the things that I noticed on the, uh, on the, uh, website on the Simplesmile.com mm-hmm. website is that it's affordable. Uh, is it more affordable than other other uh, uh, liners?
1: Well, the, the CEO and the founders uh, of the company, that was, I think, their mission. Uh, they had a, a number of folks that were part of, of the genesis of this company had decades of experience in orthodontics and were there from the onset of clear liners all the way up until the last few years when they uh, ventured off to, to work on, on this project. And their goal was to make clear liner therapy um, accessible to the masses and they knew that pricing played a big role in that and so a lot of their effort was let's find a material that allowed us to provide treatment to patients that required minimal intervention and uh, would only need uh, prudent oversight by a local doctor and could be achieved efficiently uh, quickly and cost effectively for the patient, and so accordingly, they've been able to drive prices down to, in most cases, less than half of what uh, local dentists would would charge.
0: That is that is amazing. And last thought was mm-hmm. that uh, after I had my braces removed, and that's when the doctor, you know, kind of put his foot on my chest and would pull off those little metal things. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Do you need some kind of retainer that you wear maybe at night, or is it done? Anytime you move your teeth, actually, I take
1: that back. Anytime you don't want your teeth to move on their own, you need a retainer. You could be born with a naturally straight set of teeth. I've seen patients that walk in that ask, oh, have you had ortho? No, that's just how I was born. And it's it's remarkable. But having said that, even as we age, the collapse of the arch if if you were to look at the shape of your teeth take those teeth out of your mouth they form an arch the collapse of the arch the shrinking and 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 collapse of those teeth towards one another is a natural phenomenon that occurs in a vast majority of of humanity with time and so even if you got straight teeth you get into your 50s 60s 70s you're going to notice oh they have begun to collapse i have crowding now um and so anytime you want to prevent that from taking place, you're going to have to wear a retainer. Clear aligners, brackets, and wires. Retainers are a prudent approach if you'd like to uh, ensure the work you put in to, to having the teeth the way they are.
0: Listen, I thank you very much for your your time today, uh, Dr. Nakla, and look forward to another conversation. Um, I'd love it. And, and I have to say, from a personal standpoint, you meet somebody and they have miscellane teeth they haven't taken care of them they're super yellowed uh they're aged it makes somebody look 30 years older than they are it's terrible and it's easy and inexpensive to take care of that and uh as Dr Nakla has said having straight teeth is healthier because of the bone structure and all that. Listen, I look forward to uh, our, our next conversation. Hold on. Uh, I'm Mark Allen. Thank you for watching. If you want information on Dr. Nakla, the website and uh, is up uh, underneath us and has been throughout our, our conversation. Thank you very much for watching. We'll be back very soon. Bye-bye for now.